my name is Alexander Krause. Alex for short, Ava Dijon. Welcome to Big Tall Boys. Moving at the speed of Big Tall Boys. I was recording an all intro here that um, I've just cut now because, I don't know, I thought it was too behind the scenesy. but the main idea of it was that I might be changing the name of this show or something in the future. I don't like the name. I never liked the name. I kind of just stuck with it for a long time. It's also on the same feed as the old show. There we go. That's the whole idea. I just spoke about that for like way too long. That was the old intro. It didn't, it's too info, nobody, nobody cares, Alex, nobody cares, you jump into the episode faster. People want to know the premise, they want to see what's going on. This week, what are we doing? What's going on? What's happening? I need to be fast with this, okay? I'm offering up dating advice. Yeah, this week I'm offering up dating advice. A lot of people out there are writing into all of these different journalists, these different individuals on the radio, and they're, they're getting this crap, they're getting this bullshit. I don't want to call anybody out, but... You send in this information and what you receive in turn is the perspective from somebody who feels love, somebody who's successful, somebody who doesn't know the trials and tribulations of being alone. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what, baby girl? Guess what, baby girl? Hold my hands, okay? I will guide you. It's okay. It's okay. I understand what it's like to be betrayed. I understand what it's like when somebody does something you don't agree with. I understand what it's like to feel alone. And guess what? Guess what? I'm going to fight for your rights. I'm like one of those lawyers on a bench. One, of, Yeah, the good lawyers, the ones that are on a bench. Okay? I understand because I live in the dirt with you. I know what the world would be like if you didn't accept these mild inconveniences and decided to be out on your own. Okay? You don't want to become a Seinfeldman. Okay? Because then then what do you got left? You talk about all these small in 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 something something in something in 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 I feel like on an episode very recently I started a word with in and I didn't know what the word was maybe there's a filler word that I utilize all the time that starts with in and I just keep saying it and now I'm realizing that yeah I think that's what's going on I think I don't know maybe I don't know language yeah, yeah, it's probably that. I'm still trying to reach for it because it's really stuck in my mind. Uh, in, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ah? No. If it comes to me, I'll interrupt apropos of nothing and scream it. Be aware that at some point you need to have turned down your audio device. I've been sent a bunch of letters. Thank you so much for sending in these letters. Of course, I did a big call out on Twitter, on the gram, on the internet, everywhere, in which way, which how. And I received a bunch of letters of people saying, look, I need help. Alex, I need this. You're my only hope. I'm like Princess Leia over here. Hand up, hologram, droid, ship, space. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, and actually, yeah, before we jump into the episode, I know I said we're trying to get really into the premise. Um, I've been called out a lot recently for, um, I don't know. A lot of people have been saying that I don't really know Star Wars shit, but like, I know, I know droids, I know sabers, I know all the things. And a lot of times, yeah, people will be saying, you don't understand these references. You keep referencing films that you've never seen, that you don't really fully understand. I know what happens in E.T. I don't need to seize it, okay? I don't need to. Alien crashes into a thing in the backyard, okay? Probably a shack of some variety. Um, Boy finds it. They're, uh, They're riding on bikes. He likes to ride bikes around the neighborhood. Um, he finds the alien, he keeps it, he hides it away from his family, 
Probably he sees information on the news about the the alien being like the government's doing something, so he has to keep hiding it. And then and then the parents find out, and then they would maybe try to give it away to the government. And then the government ah oh, government wants to kill it, maybe or dissect it. And then he saves the thing through some sort of fashionable means, including the magic. And then he's dying. I think. I think he misses his parents. I don't need a Caesar. A scene's the poster. Okay, I know the full down low. You see a poster, you understand the iconography, and you understand who's within the film. I understand the actors. I understand their names. I understand their placements in the uh, hierarchy of the production. Let's just jump in. Let's just jump in. Here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm providing some advice that's really going to show up the competition and also show you how to live a better life. Okay. Hello, Alex. Long time listener. First time letter writer. Not just to you, ever. (laughs) Who writes letters? So, my significant other is wonderful, great, fantastic, one of the better ones. But recently, we've had a touch of a problem with pet names. While I like to call them my snuggle bear to their amusement, they enjoy calling me, despite my anger, a dime in the rough. Last weekend, my snuggle bear was bowling. He's a world-class bowler and I support him. But after every clean 300, he would shout, Where is my dime in the rough? To call me over for the paparazzi camera snap. Please, Alex, I need to make this stop or at least understand why he's doing this. From pet name and Alamein. Yeah. Pet names are a problem. Pet names are a problem. And this is why we've got to set boundaries. We've got to set boundaries with the language that we use, okay? Because when does it stop? It's an it's a point of escalation. At the beginning, it starts up with calling you a dime in the rough. I assume some sort of sporting pet name. Maybe they used to be a golfer. They went into bowling. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they're using that particularly. You'd have to ask them. Maybe you could probably have a conversation. Uh, firstly, yeah, you probably could have a conversation with them, but if you're not if you don't have that kind of relationship when you can have a conversation and you feel like it might make things worse, probably don't have a conversation. Sometimes sometimes you don't actually want to stoke the flame. Sometimes conversations lead to problems and you want to distance yourself from those problems. So if you don't feel safe in your relationship, don't have a conversation. But yeah, you you don't want to you don't wanna, you don't want to escalate this because the moment that this gets brought into you know you start questioning the dime in the rough is at the point they're going to start calling you worse and worse names right at the moment this is a pet name it's a term of endearment you are a dime in the rough meaning the world is bleak and you are the only salvageable thing within that bleak world. Yeah, but if, if if we expand upon that and it stops, and I'm doing a very grotesque <laughs> gesture to expand, where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's definitely not it's definitely not appropriate. <laughs> Nothing should be expanded in this manner. I, anyway, um, to expand on this, if you really if you go beyond pet names, suddenly you get to insults because then it becomes playful. You know, it's like they start saying loser. Idiot, nincompoop. And these are names I'm all too familiar with. Most of the times where I'm calling people pet names, I'm being called one of these insults is the terminology I like to utilize. And some of these will cut deep. Some of them will be so hyper-specific that you'll really have to question whether that was something that everybody else is thinking. 
You know, because it's like, oh, they just said that thing kind of like off the top of their head. I guess maybe it wasn't too clever altogether. They said, nice, uh, nice, nice ears, nice ears. And you're like, oh, that's not clever. But the fact that they went to the ears and everybody else, I guess everybody else isn't talking about them. Maybe there's something wrong with my ears. So you don't want to escalate to that point. And of course, you don't want to escalate further into names. Yeah, because it goes pet names. It goes insult names, and then beyond that, it goes to names. If you and your partner are on a first name basis, come in close, come in close, come come in closer. If you and your partner are on a first name basis, you're done. The relationship is over. How do I know this? Because every person I know by their first name has left me. I emo- immediately when I, you know, when I start calling somebody in a workplace, something beyond like, oh, hey, Mrs. You know, uh, Mrs. Uh, Anderson. Hey, Mr. Um, Montague. Like those are professional names. But immediately when I'm like, hey, Kev, bam, exiled. Ex- exiled, not removed, exiled. Removed from my village and forced to fend out in the wilderness with the barbarians, okay? You can't go on a first name basis because once you do, what you're saying to them is that I fully see you. And then the question then comes about, and I'm doing it, I'm doing more hand gestures. You can't, you can't see them, but there's a lot of hand gestures on this one. Once you're fully open with them. Then the question then becomes, why are we not linked mentally? Why do we not have our consciousness blended into one congealed goop? And you're not ready for that. You're not ready for that. So my suggestion is converse. If you feel like you have that kind of relationship, you probably don't. Um, and don't escalate. Don't question this. If you question this, it can only get Except it, Diamond the Rough, it's a compliment. That's what they don't understand. This is a compliment. It's a compliment. If I, if, if a construction worker shouts Diamond the Rough at you while you're walking past the construction site, that is a compliment. Ooh, okay, next one, next one. <clears throat> Hope, hope that helped. Hope that helped, uh, pet name in Alamein. Hello, Alex. Let's get straight to business. I've been seeing someone recently who has everything I want in a partner. Hot, sexy, small. But something was always bothering me. Their secret past. So I hired a private investigator to figure out who they were before they met me. And thank God I did. As it turns out, my partner is intricately involved in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I want to confront them on this revelation, but doing so would require me admitting to hiring a PI and betraying their trust. Alex, I need your help. This is the hottest, sexiest, smallest person I've ever met, and I don't want to lose them over some silly misunderstanding. From Grassy Knoll in Seoul. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get this one a lot. We get this one a lot. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like to play sides. I don't like to get... Um, I know that you're obviously sending this in from a place of discomfort. You're obviously going through a lot. I will say before... Yeah, before... So to cover my back, if anything, from the listeners sending in queries and getting mad at me for not saying it, obviously you're in the wrong. You're a bad person. You're a bad human being. You're, you're, um, you're toxic. You know, like the incident has already coined you. You are toxic. You're a bad human being. Um, that out of the way, I need to say that so I don't get mad at, so people don't get mad at me. 
Okay, so let me just say that for yeah, you're a bad person, you're toxic, nobody loves you, you're bad. Um, but before, so and then the, let me then tackle what your problem is on the back of you being a terrible human being is what you've done is betrayed their trust and you found out that they what assassinated one measly prime, uh, prime minister or president, depending on which country you're in. It's dependent on what country you're in, not the country you're speaking about. So for me, John F. Kennedy's a prime minister. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Okay, and I, I've said this before, and I'll say this again, and I said this before, and I'll say that again, is who wasn't there? Who wasn't there? Is you look back on the tapes, and trust me, there's tapes. You look back on the tapes, this grassy knoll is full of people. This grassy knoll is covered, okay? That thing was turf, and we were ready to play ball, okay? All of us were on there. We're all cra- I was there too, I'll admit. We're all there. We're crouching down, each with each of our own, at least binoculars. Didn't have to be rifles, but we're at least zooming in on something. We at least had red laser dots, and we're pointing around the space, okay? And... It was just an afternoon for us. We saw it as fun tricks and games. Nobody was nobody was supposed to get hurt. All we were doing was a routine trial exam to see who was the best at nulling. No, nobody was supposed to get hurt. How many times do I have to say it? Each of us had our designated zones. We were spaced apart and each of us were supposed to look at an individual off in the distance and categorize them very much like bird watching. Some of us got very excited. We didn't know that the John F. Kennedy exhibition, parade, what have, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, uh, they, some, we didn't know that was going on. So obviously that's a rare one. We got out our people books and we started shuffling between there. And one of the watchers was like, that's the one, that's the one. Look, I found John F. Kennedy. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's John F. Kennedy. Uh, and obviously there was a frenzy. There was a frenzy. Each of us were all... You know, scrambling to try to get the best shot, picture, picture shot, snapshot, okay? And maybe, sure, maybe, yes, maybe, okay, a prank went afoul. Maybe, maybe somebody swapped out somebody's camera lens with a muzzled 9mm pistol. Yes, maybe, oh my god, maybe, 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 maybe there was some sort of, um, Point fifty five Kardanabada Kardanabada. I don't know the names. I I wish I could riff more. The only name I know behind the scenes. Here's some behind the scenes. The only name I know for a gun, and I've played video games before, so maybe you should know some others. But nine millimeter service pistol is something I utilized in the Christmas episode last year. So it's something I just forever know now. Okay. And don't let, don't let your parents ever tell you you don't learn anything from podcasting. I know what they'll say. I know what they'll say. They'll say, boy, you need to get off that podcasting machine. It's rotting your brain. But in actuality, I've learned more talking to myself than I ever learned listening to others. <laughs> Never listen. Always talk. Never listen. Always talk. And, um, yeah, that's, that's not good advice for the trial that did occur after the null incident. We nulled, um, and I got annulled, which in this case did not mean the separation, um, of two individuals in a marriage. It meant the separation of me from America. That was my last time there. 1963, I want to say. I want to say 1963. And yeah, um, would I go back if they let me back in the borders? Yeah, obviously. Would I do it again? Of course. Of course. 
instantaneously. And that's why they won't let me back is they know if I'm there, I'm nulling. I'm obsessed. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fielding of myself. Okay, let's move on to the next one. I hope that helped. It probably did. It probably did. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Alex. Over the past three years of courting, me and my partner have been inseparable. Afternoons at the park, mornings at the park, late afternoons at the park. We love the park. But recently, they've been trying to start a new hobby to have some time to themselves. I support them in this endeavor, of course, or else we'd get in a fight. Eep. (laughs) But the hobby they have decided to take up is not something that makes me entirely comfortable, as they have recently started sitting in a room alone in the dark, and once I enter, turning on a lamp and saying, where have you been? Again, I would never stop my SO from GEOing out into the world and experiencing all that life has to offer, but this new hobby is rather confronting. I really need your help, Alex. I don't want to ruin what we have. From Park Lover in Nile Rava. <laughs> thank you for the, thank you, thank you for this, thank you for this. It's good that we're able to get, the, yeah, it's good that we're able to get these ones out there. Um, I like to start by saying hobbies are the devil's work, obviously. Um, a lot of people will say idle hands are, are the devil's playthings. I like to say that, um, idle, I like to say that hand, the, the devil's, I like to say, I can get it, I can get it. I can get it. I can get the joke. I can get it. I can fucking get it. I don't need help. I know you're screaming out. You're saying the answer. I can get it. I like to say that the devil's, I like to say the devil's hand, the devil's, uh, the devil's hobbies, the devil's hobbies are idle, idle, idle minds are the devil's idle, non-idle, non-idle, uh, no, <laughs> I'll fucking get it. I know you want me to move on, but I'll fucking get it. Non-idle hands are the devil's... No, because then that's the same thing. That's, that's just me adding non. That's just me adding non. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I didn't get it. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um... The thing with with hobbies, and this has always been a problem for a very long time, is once you join into one of these, I'll I'll say it, cults, you get indoctrinated into into their whole deals, you know? You start wearing the same things, talking in the same way. You start doing the same activities. And that's one of the first signs that somebody's been indoctrinated, is they start doing the same activities. And sure- I know what you'll say. Alex, is this just not you saying that your one experience going into a hobby that involves other people is improv and it means that the improv community is probably a cult? We know it is. Obviously it is. We're all very much aware of it. And we're fine with that. We've accepted that. We've moved past that. At this point, all we're wanting to do is atone for our improv sins. Oops, I blocked. That's a lashing. Oops, I hedged. That's a lashing. Every single time I stutter, I'm sent out of the room and I'm replaced with one of these new up and comers. I I cannot stand these people. They're so overjoyed to be in something. Oh, oh, you want to star in a little show? Well, guess what that means? That that means waking up. That means waking up by 5 p.m. so you can make the... Make the call time. You're never gonna get there. You never have. You're never gonna be able to get there in time. And then I see them. These little, 
these little idiots, okay, and I'll call them that, is they're so ready to get up before 5 p.m. It's disgust. It's honestly disgusting. It's this new generation. They're ready to work early in the morning. Disgusting. Let me talk about these hobbies. Let me talk about this cult stuff. I feel like I'm going, I, let's talk about the cult. Let's talk about the cult stuff, okay? Hobbies are cults. We know this to be true. How do we know it to be true? Because it starts with communication. Immediately when you get a group of people into a room and they start communicating, that is a cult by definition. I'm sorry. Let me Google. Let me Google it. I'll Google it right now. Chrome, come here. Come here, Chrome. Come here, boy. Uh, cults, define. I'll even define in there. What does it say? A system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. And at that point, we need to figure out what a system is. So we're going to define that. Uh, system, a set of things working together as a part of a mechanism or an interconnecting network, a complex whole. And we need to figure out what whole is, of course. Uh, all of, entire. And then we need to find out what of is. And of is expressing the relationship between a part and a whole. Hmm. That one used whole again. Hang on, let me check what whole is. Let me cross-reference this with whole. All of, entire, and let me go back. Of in, expressing the relationship between a part of a whole and then all of, entire. So, of is a part of the whole, which is interesting. Because of is expressing the relationship between a part of a whole. So, of is like... It's a component. It's a component thereof. Whereas whole is all of the of. Huh. That's actually really interesting. I might have to tag this one as educational. Fuck. I'm going to have to tag this one. I'm going to- Shit. Shit. I'm going to have to tag this one as educational. I don't want to. Fuck. But I'm going to have to. Shit. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to because now I've learned something. I try every week not to learn something. Now I've gone and did it. I've learned something of whole fuck. That's okay. <clears throat> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I have nothing else to talk about with these hobbies. I have nothing else. Whatever. Fuck this. I'm that helped, idiot. Let's go to the next one. Hello, Alex. You have to keep this between us because if they hear that I contacted you, I am done for. My wife is a love expert who writes columns in the Munda Gazette. Oh, God. She is well known for her accurate love knowledge and communication skills. And if she knows that I'm going for outside help, she might lose her job. Okay. The problem is this. I don't respect her. I've tried to for years, but every time she talks about her success or accepts an award or is given a best mum mug from one of our three children, I roll my eyes. Best mum? Like out of all of them? I did the math and I think she's probably in like the middle percentile of mothers. Not bad. Let me be clear. Not bad. But can you give me some advice on how to respect someone you love? I'll take my answer off the air. From can't respect her in Mernda. Yeah. This is a problem. This is a problem that a lot of people face. And I know I've been saying that a lot, but a lot of people have a lot of these problems. We're all kind of dealing with all this. All of our wheels are spinning and we're all going a little bit crazy in these relationships. Yeah. It's that you, I I can love something. I can easily love something. It's, I love, in fact, here's the thing. I actually love everybody. Here's a little secret. Coming close again. Coming close, coming close. I'm actually like in love with everybody, like instantaneously upon meeting over years of discourse. If I'm talking to you 
the world around me evaporates. Like you are my focus. You're my muse. You're the light of my life. Like I, I'm obsessed with you. Uh, but what I can't do is respect you. So I understand this completely is I, I, I want to idolize you, but putting you on a pedestal, putting you on that pedestal of respect and saying that you have, um, I don't know what the word is, autonomy, that you have independence, that you're your own person. That's the point that I can't get on the same page of, you know? I want you to be revered. Of course, of course I do. I love you. I want to bake you cake. But what I don't want to do is be out here accepting your opinion on said cake. What I don't want is you, you know, coming up with these ideas and concepts and uh, viewpoints. Yeah, 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 is, here's the word, and here's a word for you, and I'm going to make sure I've got it right, so I'm going to do a bit of Googling before I say the word, because I'm, no, you know what, I'm not even going to Google it, I'm really sure I know it, you didn't hear any typing, because I definitely, I really didn't, this is, I didn't Google it, I'm pretty sure I remember it, solipsism, now I'm going to Google it, solipsism, did I get it right? The view of through the, the self is all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. I got it. I got it in one. I fucking got it in one. I got it without the Google. Solipsism. Okay. Is the idea that an individual is the only thing that exists. It is more likely that in the creation of our universe, that a brain was constructed, able to envision this crazy world. Then there is that this crazy world was constructed through the big bang. Okay. It's more likely that I'm the only thing that does exist. And you are but a byproduct. So in turn, I can love you as my creation, but I can never respect you. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. And you know what? I actually agree with you wholeheartedly on this. No one respects up. Your math checks out is I've met a lot of mums. I've met so many mums. I go to these mum expos. Okay. I'm a mum fiend. We all go there. We, we, we eat cake. I don't know why cake is so important. There's so much cake at these expos. And... We get, we gab, you know, we gab, we chat and all that. And let me tell you, some of these mums, some of these mums don't, some of these mums don't take it like the others do, you know, some of the other ones, some of the other ones are like, you expect it, that they're going to say things like, it's rude. It's rude that you said that. It's rude that you're here, that you're crushing the mum expo. But some of the other ones are like, they can fucking play. They're cool. They're so cool. And it doesn't matter that they bear fruit. They are like ready. They're, they're fun. They're doing, they're playing basketball and they're sporting. And I would say, look, before I went to this mum expo, I was so close-minded. I had a particular view of the mum the one from Jimmy Neutron, and fr- uh, that's who I thought mums were. That's my idea of mums. And now, now mums can be anything, anything at all. They can be big, they can be small, they can be round, they can be, uh, they can be small, they can be anything. <laughs> and you know what? I'll say it. I'll be the first to say it. I'll admit it. I love my mother. Yeah, I'll do it. I know I said I love everybody, so obviously that falls in line, but yeah, I'll say it. Put this on a Christmas card. I love my own mother. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it. You know what? She's a, she's nice. You, yeah, that's right. The one, <laughs> one compliment. She's nice. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's like the thing I could say. She's nice. Yeah. Sometimes when you're trying to find a compliment, it can be hard. It's so non-specific to say nice. I feel like a lot of people are nice if you're just hanging out with them. But yeah, 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 yeah. Then 
She's nice. She's nice. Okay, let's jump to the next one. Hello, Alex. You're probably aware that I am in love. I want to shout it from the rooftops. I know you said no identifiers, but their name is Nate and they slap. Like they bay, they good lovin'. And we get along so much, it's obnoxious. We like the same drinks, soft, the same TV shows, medium, and the same video game difficulty setting, hard. We practically finish each other's. But there's a problem. Oh no, trouble and peer side arise. That's terrible. That's awful. <laughs> Trouble in pear cider on ice? What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you include that? Yeah, I'm calling you out. That's fucking awful. Why would you include trouble in pear cider on ice? Who reviews these? Somebody should have edited We're technically the same person. We did an Ancestry.com on our blood and got back the same results. As it turns out, my name is also Nate and we're clones. What a conundrum. Should I go into the facility to get answers? Alex, I need advice from Clone Nate and Bass Strait. Ah, Clone Nate. Clone Nate. Great to have you on the pod to talk to you about what's going on in your life. Yeah, this is also one of the ones that we get a lot, is a lot of people do these Ancestry.coms, and that's the thing, you don't know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. You know, you find out that you're, like, related to this person, or maybe da-da-da-da-da, and it can really upend your entire life, especially if your career trajectory is entirely dictated by your blood purity. Especially if every single morning when you go into work, you have to get screened, like, the thing. Yeah, and then to make sure the blood doesn't jump. And what you do is, is you take one Ancestry.com quiz, they find out that you're related to John Carpenter, they find out that you have some sort of association with the thing, and they're afraid that you're some sort of freak who's going into the facility to, I don't know, steal, steal some sort of elixir. I've been there. I know exactly what you're going through. And here's what I'll say to you. Action speaks louder than words. Preach. Pre I'm going to give myself a preach. Preach on that one. Action speaks louder than words. Go into the facility. Go into the facility. And tell you'll learn, because I've been there. I've been to the facility, okay? What you end up learning is introspection. All of these sci-fi bullshit stories, what they end up coming back to outside of all the mumbo jumbo is always self reflection. We learn something about ourselves. If you go on this journey through this facility, what you're going to end up learning is about who you are as an individual, not about the facility's, uh, you know, state-of-the-art technology and reactor core. Like, it doesn't matter what type of fusion they're utilizing, ultimately, okay? Or what, where they fall on the ring, you know? It's not a big deal. What really matters is who you are as a person. And one more, you know what I'll say? Go to the facility to get answers. Uh, you know what? I'll say it again. I'll say it. I'll, I'll say it. I'll spray it. Preach. You're gonna, I said the preach before I even gave the thing. So hopefully it's good because I already preached it. It's got my stamp of preach approval. It's got my pre-preach approval. It's got my stamp of pre-preach approval. <laughs> you need to, I've forgotten what I was going to say, but I'll find it. You need, <laughs> you need to talk to yourself. I said it before, I'll say it again. Preach, talk to yourself. If you talk to yourself, you'll figure it out, okay? And in your case, very handy. You don't need to talk into the mirror like your Green Goblin, okay? You don't need to go crazy in an elevator. All you need to do is sit yourself down, your clone self, and really talk through what it means to be yourself, you know? 
What type of pants do we wear in the morning? Where do we go to work? What's our name? Nate. Done. You figured out. You figured it out. Self-reflection over. And then you can just fuck off already. Like, I, you've, your self-reflection's done. We don't need to do, like, a long sweeping shot of contemplation of you looking at it. Some sort of records as they're deleted off the file server. You don't need to go into the facility is what we're learning, I think. I think, look, I was on board with you. I even said to go in there. But I think, I think what we've figured out is it's probably easier if you just decide, look, it's, we could just talk this out. We could talk between us and then we're done. There's no reason to go in there and figure out what they're doing, okay? It doesn't matter what's going on. It's, you figure out your name, you say you're done, and then you're done. Believe yourself. Let me, and I want to hear this. I want to hear this from you as well. Preach. Believe yourself, okay? Believe kids, believe yourself. Believe the word of God. Let's jump into the let's jump into the next one. Let's jump into the next one. Hello, Alex. Me and my other half have been having some problems recently. Before last Wednesday, things were easy. We'd wake up, go to work at the mill, come home, and clown around on each other till our bodies were overcome with heat exhaustion. But last Wednesday, my better half gave birth to a healthy baby boy. Congratulations. I love this boy. Don't get me wrong. I treat it like my own son, which it is. But here's the thing. With an extra person in the house, it's hard to keep that same work-life balance. Give me guidance from baby boy in the city of Troy. Hey, baby boy. So, yeah, this is a problem everybody goes through. This is a problem everybody goes through is third wheels. Third wheels get you down, okay? You're trying to hang out. You're trying to have a good time. You're trying to money your own fucking business. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, there's a third. There's this boy here. And sure, you see yourself within them. Sure, you wish them the best in their future endeavors. But in the present, in present tense, not in the future, like these kids are always talking about, their fucking past and future participles. In the present, this kid needs to know that you're busy. You've got work at the mill to be doing. Mill work, so important. And you know what's more important is that work-life balance that you're talking about, okay? I don't want to take work home with me and I don't want to take home to work with me. If I take work home with me, you know what I'm doing? Yeah, what you're doing in this case is you're bringing mill work home, okay? You're sawing or lumbering or what have you, loud, messy, disrupts the boy, the new boy. If you take the boy into work, Dangerous. Boy in mill, crawling over a log, falls off. One of those old cartoons where it somehow survives at the last minute every single time. Those cartoons aren't real. That boy die. That boy die at work. Don't take work home. Don't take homework. What you need to do is do your homework. What you need to do is research. A lot of times what we do is we try to solve problems internally. What we try to do is we reach out to these life advice experts. We call one of these idiot quacks with a podcast who gives love advice. What you really need to do is sit down with a good book and a cup of tea and read this out, okay? Read it. Read it out before you walk out. Before you abandon your family, which you're probably going to- Before you abandon them, okay? Just before you think about doing that, buy a good book, Parental help, parental guidance, read one of these damn things, read one of these damn things and figure out what does it mean to be a father? Does it mean to be the one that is eventually overthrown by the boy? Does it mean that in some certain sense, eventually they will supersede me and I will become a smaller version of thyself? Perhaps, perhaps, or take the Bible, for instance, you can join, become the Holy Trinity, okay? Unless you're a Unitarian, in which case... 
<laughs> you know, you got what's coming. Try to read. If you read it, you don't have to bleed it. Preach. All of these are rhymes. All of these are rhymes now. That's my guidance. I hope this helped. I hope this helped and I feel like you're there. You know what? I think I saved a life today. You know what? I think I saved a life today. You know what? You should thank me because I think I saved your life today. I was this close to going over the edge. I think I saved your life. Here we go. Okay, next one. Next one. Thank you, baby boy in the city of Troy. Hello, Alex. Some background. Ten years ago, a friend and I made the classic if we're still 40 and single promise. About a year ago, the tides of time marched to four and oh, and we actually did it. Tying the knot. But now a year into a relationship, which has been going all right, I've discovered a dossier that is evidence of them purposefully trying to keep me single years ago. They spent time microdosing my date's garlic. At one point, paying an AFL star $300 to throw a date with me. I'm yet to confront my partner on their actions, but at now four to the O, I'm terrified of admitting defeat once again and re-entering the dating scene. Please, I am so conflicted. From not so naughty 40 in Mount Wavale. <laughs> not so naughty 40 in Mount Wavale. Okay, that, way, that one kind of worked. That, that kind of worked, I guess. Yeah, we get this one a lot. Yeah, we get this one a lot. We get a lot of people who are 40 or 41, maybe, depending on when your birthday is, but send in these messages. Yeah, yeah. Is... You never sign a deal without a contract. Let me say that first up, okay? What you've done here is a classic no contract dilemma mix up, okay? Classic no contract dilemma mix up is what you've done is you now allowed them full full rights, full immunity on anything and anything, okay? At no point did you say we're not allowed to uh, intercede. At no point did you say we're not allowed to play games. At no point did you say you were not allowed to do pranks. You had a full prank, you, there was no full prank lockout, okay? They could have done worse than what they did. From the sound of things, they just microdosed garlic. And yeah, did, from the sounds of things, exactly what you said. From the sounds, exactly what you said. Microdosing garlic and AFL star, $300 to throw a date. But they could have done worse. And that worseness could have come from a lack of a contract. Here's my two suggestions for you. Number one, hire a lawyer. Hire a lawyer. A lot of people go into the relationships, into the dating scene, and they don't have a lawyer and they get lost, okay? And they get fucked. They get fucked in the contract later on, okay? They go in, they're unprepared, they don't know what's going on. Get a lawyer. Suggestion number two, it's a two-way street, baby. Preach. You can do worse to them. There's no contract. There's nothing that's legally saying that you have to fulfill this purpose. Who's to say what 40 is, okay? <laughs> Who's to say what 40 is? 40 is the new 30, which is the new 20, which is the new 10, which is the new five, okay? Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. I don't, I don't even understand ages anymore. I'm confused. We're lowering it too much. I don't know who's what and when how, okay? I'm completely lost. But yeah, you can go further with this. You can manipulate your age through time hijinks. There's so many things you can do. But first of all, get a lawyer. Get Foggy from Daredevil. Get Saul from Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad. Get Jessica Walters from She-Hulk. There's so many. There's so many lawyers. That, Matt Murdock. There's so many in the Marvel Universe. There's so many Marvel lawyers. Get one of the Marvel lawyers, okay? Benefits, superpowers, 
Okay, pretty good, pretty good. Usually, if you're, especially if you're fighting against a supervillain, sometimes their powers help them actually uncover details that other lawyers wouldn't be able to do. But also, also some whimsy. There's also some whimsy there, okay? Even if they don't have powers like Foggy, he's still a pretty cool guy, okay? He'll get drunk with you and you could walk around on a campus. I've seen that one scene. I can't really remember the full show, but I remember that one scene. So yeah, that's what I would say. Also, I'd probably say get out of Mount Waverly. No offense, no offense, but the rhyme didn't work. Not so forty in Mount Waverly, like m- m- forte in Waverley. Like it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Not so naughty forty in forty cordy morty dorty in Brody. Is that a beach, Brody? I feel like there's like a place called Brody. Maybe you can move there and then you can get the rhyme a little bit better. It doesn't work as well for the show. Work on that. Work on that. Work on that. At least you weren't the one who said um, Trouble in Bearside <laughs> Let me tell you what. Because that one's an idiot. Okay, next one. Hello, Alex. Let me start by saying that I... I have no problem with the Chinese. They make great food and even better calendars. But recently, my wife has been suggesting an overseas birth. I, for one, do not see the benefits. And again, I have nothing wrong with the Chinese people. They're up there as one of my favorite kinds of people. But when I think through the logic of these pamphlets my wife has of giving our child a cool fact to say when having to share two truths and one lie, my mind races with paperwork and potential legal woes. Please, Alex, I need your help. From Foreign Parent in North Kent. Yeah. Yeah, we get this one a lot. We get this one a lot. These these um these overseas births are the newest hottest trend. Previously, it was these births, you know, natural births were all the rage, and then later it was medically induced births. Once we figured out medicine helps, and then it was natural births again. They got popular again, just like as a counter a counter war kind of going on. And now everybody's doing these. You know, they're traveling overseas, they're having their child born for what? For what? One little party fact? One little piece of trivia on their IMD page if they manage to get famous? If you really want your kid to be cool, come up with something. This is what I always say, is so many people took part in the Ice Bucket Challenge. Nobody made their own challenge. I don't care that it was for ALS. I don't care. I don't care that it was a movement to support something. Make your own donation separately from that, okay? And do your own challenges. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what I think you should do? Baby, baby on board. It's called baby on boarding. Give your baby in a moving car. Hey, that's an idea. That's my own idea. That's an Alex original. You could do that. Here's some other ideas. Here's here's a whole bunch. I'm gonna list off a whole bunch of different ways that you can have a baby. Okay, on the rocks, <laughs> on the rocks, on the rocks. So it's chilled and also jagged. Um, over and under. Um, easy bake. Open face. <laughs> you can have an open face. Uh, you can have it. Uh, you can have it with room. With room is always good. You can have it. Uh, you can always pay for top shelf. You can have it first class. You can have. You can have jumbo size. Maybe jumbo size. Uh, there's a whole variety there. I do like. I do like with room. With room is good because what you do is is you have the ba- if when you have a baby with room, what you do is is you have the baby in a. Um, know the word for it uh hospital and the baby is born out into the world in a place that is um ready and prepared to deal with that circumstance is they have everything in they have the napkins they need to clean up the, 
The best thing to clean up with is napkins for a child's birth is you just like pat it down. You throw them all onto the ground. It covers most of it. It covers most of it. Sometimes this is the thing. This is something I learned when I was younger and I've really taken to my adult life is if there's a spill like a childbirth, you put the napkin down and then you have to put down a second napkin and then you stand on that new napkin. So it helps press it and absorb the spill. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. And I know what they'll say. Other people will say, use white wine. <laughs> use white wine, not vinegar. Use white wine for the sauce. And sure, it smells great, but you never, it, you're never going to get as good as standing on the second napkin. That'll really absorb up all those juices from the live, from the live birth. Yeah, that could work. So that's my suggestion there. Um, maybe separate. Maybe might be my suggestion. I feel like maybe you're not in a good wavelength. You seem to disagree a lot. Yeah, I think maybe you should separate. Maybe you should separate. That's actually my first separation. So that's my first separation. Yeah, maybe you should leave each other. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem like you're happy. Next one. Hello, Alex. My husband's snoring is driving me mad. Don't get me wrong. I love the guy, but these are skewsh... These... God... Don't get me wrong, I love the guy, but these are schnoo, schnoo, schnoos are making my ears bleed and my head bang and feet run up the wall. I've tried earplugs, earmuffs, and chemicals. I've caused irreparable damage to my face and back through through acidic compounds. Usually because, while my hands are usually steady with such liquids, I'm rather tired when pouring them into my open ear canal at the late hours when my father snores. I mean, husband! That was a typo. A long Hallward typo. Not not father. Husband. Do you have any snoring solutions, chemical or otherwise, from Stop the Snore in Reservoir? Yeah, we, we, we get this one a lot. We get this one a lot. Is you love them and that makes it even harder to put them down. Yeah, it sounds like you, your one might be on the way out. It really sounds like your guy... Your main man, um, you might be done. It's always hard to say goodbye to a loved one, especially when you're the one who has to pull the plug, when you're the one who has to say goodbye. But I think if this snoring is happening this consistently, probably every night, that's, that's the point there where you have to say, this is a consistent problem. This is something that needs fixing. Goodbye. It may be hard to do this to your husband or Father, um, I don't want to call you out for any sort of thing that you were maybe trying to say there, but it does seem like you're, I don't know. It does seem like you're a little bit unsure about the individual. I don't know. It's just, if you, if it was a typo, it wouldn't, you wouldn't be that defensive. I don't want to harp on that and ruin, you know, what you're trying to pass off as what, which, what, how, but yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say, I'd say probably kill the man, maybe in their sleep. Maybe in their sleep, but I guess maybe the snoring makes that harder. Yeah, that was a quick one. Kill the man. You know what? They're a lot quicker when I just say to murder the person. That's actually, it's pretty helpful. It's pretty helpful. If you just say, hey, you should murder that person, done and dusted. Hey, guess what? No blood on my hands. (laughs) Okay, we're up to the last one. 
Get excited. Get excited. Get get very excited. Um, here we go. Here we go. This is the last one. It's going to be very exciting. Hello, Alex. I've just started dating someone who is actually pretty funny, but in a dry way. I think we might have something, but unfortunately, I find them to be a bit of a clutterbug. You see, they work in the manufacturing of big novelty checks, and unfortunately, they take their work home with them. The place is wall-to-wall, huge grants and school funds and celebrity endorsements. I suggested that they stack them all up in a singular location, but they said they need to breathe. Maybe we aren't meant for each other. Please, I need advice. From Czech in Czech, comma, Republic. Great, fantastic, fantastic. We've ne- I, we finally have one. We fi- Tonight, we finally have one. Me listing each of these off. It's been so good giving all of this advice. We finally have one here that I've never heard before. I, I don't want to call anybody else, but some of these other life advice, relationship bullshit has been all the tried and true, you know, Seinfeld episodes, uh, Sex in the City episodes, uh, Neighbors episodes, uh, yeah, the, 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 the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Like, all of this has been covered in all these great works of, of his history and of time and of funimation but this is actually something that's hyper specific here clutter what do we do with clutter we clean it correct what do we do with somebody who clutters their house and we need to fix the problem we clean them if there's a problem with an individual, a lot of times the solution is actually doing the thing that they should be doing to them to hint at how you should probably be doing this. What I would recommend, what I would suggest, I'm hitting my hand into my other hand, the back of my hand into my palm to enunciate this point. Clean them. Clean, get out a hose, clean them, soap in mouth, full sponge bath. Uh, scowl really grind down their skin like they're in fucking Gattaca and can't be found okay if you're cleaning you're doing the full fucking gambit you don't want to be caught by any of these people or else Vincent's gonna get in trouble you can't let that happen man you can't let that happen there we go. That's what you need to do. You need to clean them. Do I have any other suggestions? Yes, I have some other suggestions. Here's the big one. Here's the big, here's the big life advice. And this goes to all of everybody tonight. This is actually one for everybody. And I hope you're listening up. Person who, uh, whose wife writes for the Murder Gazette, one of the worst gazettes in all of Gazetteland, in all of Murder, more, more appropriately. I, yeah, I want to say this to Pet Name and Element. I want to say this to Grassy Nolan Soul. I want to say this to Park Lover and Nal Rava. I want to say this to Can't Respect Her and Murder. I, I want to say this to Clone Nate and Bastret. I want to say this to Baby Boy in the City of Troy. I want to say this to Nelson Naughty 40 by Mount Wavalai. I want to say this to Foreign Parent in North Kent. I want to say this to Stop the Storm Reservoir. I want to say this to Check and Check on Republic. It's okay to give up on them. It is. It is. It's actually perfectly fine. And you know why it's fine? Because they've already given up on you. Tell you they've given up on you. They've 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 come to a point now where you have a problem with them and they haven't written in relationship advice to me. If they were really considerate and thinking through how their actions had consequences onto you, they would have been seeking solutions and resolutions through a dating advice expert. The fact that you are the only one who reached out to my authority means they don't, they don't deserve no, okay? Respect, okay? They get no respect and they deserve no respect. Yeah, you were right, the guy who has the wife in murder. You're correct. You're correct, okay? These people are trash. They're actually beneath you. And if you really want to find love, 
You should be talking to the guy who loves everybody every time, everywhere, every place, okay? If these people are betraying you by not reaching out to me, come to me. Let's talk it out. Let's chat. We'll sit down. We'll have a conversation. We'll have a drink. Maybe there's some laughter. Some, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like we play some games and we go for like a night out on the town and we get lost in each other. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm being crazy right now, but maybe, maybe we all meet up. And we forgive ourselves for being the ones who have to be wrong, for being the ones who have to change, okay? I don't need to change. I know that. I've reconciled with that. I've gone and I've said, my burden is I don't need to change. And now I don't need to change anymore. I'm stuck being me, the fake butter of people. You can be the fake you of whoever you are, okay? And we can do that together, all 11 of us, in one sort of lustful cornucopia of passion and, well, lust. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Big Tall Boys. Big Tall Boys, Big Tall Boys, Big Tall Boys. I said that multiple times so far, just to really stick it in there that you should be going to bigtallboys.com. But let me just say, as I usually say, Big Tall Boys, like, favorite, subscribe, do other things you do at the end of another episode of something else, but for this show. Uh, this week, you're going to send this off to uh, the love of your life. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you sent in one of these questions. Um, yeah, come to me, go behind their backs. Let's let's start something. But also maybe, maybe, maybe you should send this to them. Maybe you should say, look, here is my ultimatum. I've gone to Alexander Krauss, he's given this me this advice. Now I'm gonna, you know, now you've been informed of that, and here is here is the proceedings. Here is what's going to occur. Share this episode with the love of your life and make a statement, make an ultimatum. Every good relationship starts with an ultimatum, because then you know where you stand. Yeah, yeah. Uh yes, that's what you're gonna do. Um, yeah, I think that's all the stuff. You should check out bigtoboys.com. There's actually like a little section on there that says one last late night talk show. It's a long form improv show that I've been doing with various improviser guests. It's very good. It's very fun. It's very chill. And you should definitely be listening to it. Um, in other news, I think I included at the start of this episode. I did a recording originally. I cut it out. I, no, I did. I think I remember including it. Um, I might change the name of the show. I might. I don't know what's going on with that. I Yeah, I, I need to fix up the feed. It's really a mess right now. So I need to fix it up anyway. I feel like there might be a new feed or this feed changes or something. If... At some point, this show stops updating and you're a huge raving lunatic of a fan. Please, for the love of God, find the new show. <laughs> do, do all the legwork. Do all the legwork. I'll announce it when it happens. I'll figure it out when it happens. But yeah, is if the feed changes or the show changes or whatever, what, how, what, not, what for. I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh, but if that does happen... Uh, yeah, put in the effort. I'll notify you. Uh, yeah, you can figure it out if the show stops. You can figure it out, okay? I don't want any viewers to leave me, which means I probably shouldn't do this, but none of you are going to leave. We're in this together forever. So, yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the whole sode, which is short for episode. And I think all that's left to do is to say those famous last words coined by Alexander Krauss. Play the song. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs> that 